it's Carmen and Lindsay and you're listening to College Gals so today we have an awesome guest this is yes we're super excited she's here hi guys uh my name's Carlise and I'm currently going to be a junior at Santa Clara University yeah that's so exciting do you like it so far like I mean obviously you've been there for a while but yeah, I love it. I feel like it was a really good fit for me. Um, I knew I kind of wanted like a smaller private school. And so um, it was definitely, definitely a good choice for me personally. Um, how's everything you came home? Do you come home early for school? How's everything been with COVID in your life? Oh my gosh, it's been so crazy. Um, so I had to come back home. It was St. Patrick's Day. So it was March 17th. Mm. And, like, the day before then, I thought I was going to be going to Palm Springs for spring break. I thought I was going to do online classes from there at my friend's house. We were so excited. Yeah. Wow. And then literally that night of the 16th, my mom calls me and is like, they're shutting everything down. Like, you have to come home. And I was just like, okay, that is not (laughs) what we had planned. Um, so it was kind of a whirlwind. I think I packed like probably in 20 minutes. I think I have like four shots. Wow. <laughs> Luckily I had some stuff at home because I was not prepared to be here for. So you haven't been back to school at all since then? Like you haven't gone to pick up your stuff or anything? Nope. We haven't been allowed to. Um, so That's nuts. I know. All my stuff is still up there. Wait, were you living in like on-campus housing? I was. I was still in a dorm. And so, like, my fridge is still plugged in. I don't even know if I made my bed before I left. Like, I was just out of wow. Um. Yeah. Do you know what, have they told you guys anything about what their plan is for next year at all? They've been kind of vague. Um, they've been telling us that they're hoping to do a mixture of in-person and online, because since it's a private school, they get so much of their revenue from tuition and from room and board and it's not like they're getting state funding or anything so it would be a little more detrimental to have to go fully online again yeah Yeah. for sure Um, they have told us for sure though that once we go home for thanksgiving we're just home for the rest of the quarter which is fine I don't really mind because now that I'll be in a house off campus I can kind of come back whenever I want to yeah, that's true. Oh, that's nice. Like, I hadn't thought about that. You could just stay there if you wanted to, too. Like, you don't have yeah, to come home, technically. Do you know who you're living with? Yeah. Um, well, I actually leave to go back up to Santa Clara on Thursday. Oh, wow. To get your apartment? Yeah. So, for the first month, I'm subleasing in a house with, like, seven other guys. So, that's going to be a Wow. That'll be a shift, for yeah. sure. Definitely, just for a month, because one of their roommates couldn't sign the lease unless he had someone to sublease, because he didn't have the money to pay rent over summer. Yeah. I kind of just took one for the team. I was like, whatever, I think it might be fun for a month. Who knows? Yeah. And then after that, I move into my permanent house for the year, which I'll be with eight other girls, which will also be interesting, but um, hopefully a little cleaner. Yeah, definitely the bathrooms will be a little bit well-kept. Or nicer, a little bit nicer. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. I'm glad you're doing well and that you have a plan. Tons of people, like, literally don't know what they're doing at all. So if we want to just hop into these questions, um, Lindsay, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. So how did you choose to go to school there? You said a little bit about how you wanted a smaller school feel, but was there any other turning points for you? Yeah, so I honestly thought like going into senior year, I was pretty set on going to City College. I didn't even take the SAT until August before my senior year. And then I took it again in October. Like I was so late to the game. Um, My brother was actually the one who told me like, you have to apply to just at least a few schools. You're going to want to know where you could have gotten into. Yeah. And I was like, okay, good point. I think I ended up applying to like 10 schools or something. Which is actually kind of a lot. Yeah, once I started, I just like couldn't stop. And got addicted to the process. Yeah, I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) But um, at first, I was really leaning towards like Chapman ish, because I I think that was the first school I got into because I did early action. And then I met with um, kind of like a family friend. It was one of my ex boyfriends family friends who was kind of like a college counselor. Haas. 
uh, yeah, it was Raimi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was like, why don't you try applying to Santa Clara? And I was like, Santa Clara, what is that? I don't want to go to a UC. Like, I didn't know anything about the school. I had <laughs> yeah. Nothing. A U- I don't want to go to a UC. Like, it has not happened. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, clearly, I knew nothing, but I was like, what the hell? I'll just apply. It's uh, The essays weren't bad, and so I just threw another one onto my Common App. And I honestly didn't even really consider it until I got accepted and I saw my financial aid package. Oh, and you were like, heck yeah. Oh, interesting. This could be feasible because they gave me a lot more money than Chapman did. And so I was like, okay, I could, I could, I could be okay with this. This could work. I, started, I like, get into this. Yeah, I could start looking into it more. I got accepted into their business school and I really liked the area I liked being in the Silicon Valley trying to go into business because I mean it's popping up there that's where like everything's going down and also it was far enough away from home that my mom couldn't be like knocking on the room to my dorm yeah and like hey honey I'm here but it also wasn't so far that I'd have to worry about like flying in and out of state and how to get my stuff everywhere and so yeah like distance wise it was a good balance and then the first time I visited and once I saw the campus I was like on deal yeah it's a gorgeous campus I was like this is it it's like a mini like the campus is like a mini Stanford I feel like like it looks the same to me yeah definitely it has a similar feel but yeah definitely much smaller scale um that was the other thing I liked because my I still remember my tour guide Kristen when we were walking around school everyone was like hey what's up Kristen how's how's it going like she knew like every other person she saw and I was like I like that vibe and then once I got into campus I realized that's just like totally true like you have to allow probably like 10 extra minutes whenever you want to get somewhere because you're going to run into someone really have a conversation with them how big is the student body I think it's only 6,000 undergrads so it's super tiny oh wow that is really small it's really, really small. Yeah, my, my tour guide was Dane Dewan. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <dipped>. yeah. <laughs> One person I knew from San Marcos other than, like, Ryan Lowe. <laughs> Ryan Lowe goes there? Yeah, I saw it. One time I was walking, like, around the neighborhood at 7 in the morning. Don't ask me why. I was walking back to my dorm, and I see him skateboard by, and I was, like, I was tripping sack for a second, because I always forget he goes there. Ryan Lowe, the first person who ever brought me to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> really so interesting. interesting. <laughs> first time I ever ditched school, Ryan Lowe. <laughs> wow, you're so cool. What can I say? I was a freshman, he was a senior, it was so cool. <laughs> but yeah, he gave me a head nod and I was like, oh yeah, you, you go here. You're like, who are you? <laughs> I know, I was really confused. But um, it's it's cool though, because in my classes, I feel like there's always people I do know um Mm -hmm. but then there's also always so many new people to meet yeah and so it's small enough where there's always those like friendly faces but it's never like I I feel like I actually know everyone yeah definitely yeah I feel like that's a nice balance are there so is Greek life at uh, Santa Clara big at all so it kind of is but it's not affiliated with the school and so the university doesn't fund it. They can't hold events on campus, um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, everything takes place off campus. Although I think the numbers are like 30% of the student body is involved. Are you, are you in a sorority? I'm not because okay. events, they don't get any funding from the university. Dues are really, really expensive. I bet. Um, so I. Uh, and my parents were like, we are not paying for that. Like, if you think yeah. anything to do with that, you're just wrong. Because they're super not into, like, they didn't go to college, so they didn't really have that experience. And they don't really know how, at a lot of schools, that's a super big part of it. Yeah. And they also really didn't want me to have this, like, crazy, wild drinking experience. And so they're, like, definitely weren't interested in investing in a sorority. And also, well, like, I didn't want to pay for it myself. Yeah, that's really that. expensive to pay for yourself. And, yeah, I was like, I don't have $2,000 to just drop on this. And um, also... So I'm guessing you, 
Yeah, I'm guessing you wouldn't recommend a sorority then if it's not like affiliated with the school or would you say that people you do know like it or? I do know people that like it. Um, and if I were at like Alabama or something where it's like, if you don't rush, you like don't have friends, then yeah, I'd probably do it. But at a school like Santa Clara, there's just not this huge pressure to, and it's not like if you don't, you're like irrelevant because with guys, like they can't get into parties if they're not a part of that frat, but girls can do whatever they want. They can get into anything. It doesn't matter. So it's like, you're still at all the same parties and events as these sorority girls, but you just don't have to pay. That is nice. Do you have any like close friends who are in Greek life, involved in Greek life at all? Or are most of your friends um, just like from well, your most of my friends are guys that aren't involved. I have a few guy friends that are in frats that do like it. Um, one of them just got through pledging, and so he's kind of like on the edge. His, well, his pledging got like cut in half, so he has to pick it back up again when we get back to school. That kind of sucks, actually. It really does. I feel bad for him. Um, and then I do not, I have like a few acquaintances that are in sororities not like my best friends but my roommate almost rushed she was gonna rush in the spring but then COVID went down so that can really happen Jackie huh is your roommate the same roommate you had freshman year oh yeah Jackie she's nice are you still really close friends with her like like still after um all this time are you guys would you, would you say she's your closest friend there or? Yeah, definitely. Like we still talk every day. We're going to be living together next year in the house. Um, she'll probably always be my roommate, honestly. Like we just work really well together. and That's awesome. Yeah, we just don't have any issues. So why, why fix what's not broken? Wait, did you remind me, did you pick her before you went or did they assign her random? Um, we picked each other. There was like a Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Like so you did pick themselves. her yeah so we like started talking over dm and then a few months went by and we're like you still need a roommate okay cool let's let's do it and then we met at orientation and we happened to get into the same building so we could like request each other yeah i remember that when awesome. we went to orientation <laughs> <laughs> so are you in any clubs at santa clara um yeah you could call them clubs i still do student government which is really funny i d like don't even really like it but i've I think I've done it since fourth grade like it's just oh, wow. kind of always something I like to be able to put on my resume um and then I'm also really heavily involved with dance still at Santa Clara the nice thing is that you don't have to be like a major or minor to do the dance performances mm -hmm. and so just like anyone can audition and I kind of just do it for fun um so that's been like a big highlight of my time there and oh my gosh what else do I do my job I'm like a student ambassador so I'm the one that like gives tours I do like the parent panels all the like kind of incoming student events that's um my job and so that's also kind of been one of my bigger involvements on campus what else do I do is that um, like a job that you got through the university yeah yeah so they're like my technical employer um I'm also in LEAD, which is like a club slash program for first-generation college students. And so it's just kind of like a support network. They give like funding and grants um, and help for um, certain like financial burdens. But then there's also just like events you can go to and socials to kind of get to know the other people in it, which has been really fun too. And since Greek is not as big, would you recommend like uh, joining clubs to find a community or do you think that there's not really a big community centered around clubs? There's definitely, um, clubs are a big way that people get plugged in and find their friend group. There's a lot of like professional fraternities. There's a couple different business ones. Mm -hmm. um, there's like a pre-law, pre-health. There's a like volunteering fraternity. There's a bunch of different ways that people kind of get plugged in and find their crowd. Um, so yeah, a lot for a lot of people that is through their frat or sorority, but for a lot of others, they find other ways to kind of find their niche. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then I'm I'm an accounting and information systems major, so like I do a lot for the accounting department. Um, I'm a tutor, and I'm also a peer advisor for the accounting department in the business school. 
and I'm like a junior officer. So I plan all the like accounting career fairs, um, information nights, stuff like that. Wow. So you have a lot of, you spend a lot of time, like you have a lot of involvement in school. In I'm school. always busy. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> Let's talk about food. Ooh, oh, yes. So what is the food like in the dining halls, like at Santa Clara? So we, we're so small that we only have one dining hall, which is really rare for schools. Um, yeah, wow, oh my gosh. But it's kind of a cool concept because they just renovated it, so it looks super nice. And it's kind of like one of the hearts of campus, especially when you're a lowerclassman because you just see like everyone you know in Benson on a daily basis and it's like you could walk in by yourself but be like oh I'm gonna go sit with them like you can find people to eat with just by walking in because there's always going to be someone you know in there yeah Um, and food wise it could be so 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 much worse but it also could be slightly better like after a while no one's gonna love their college's food yeah I feel like it gets kind of dull after a while eating the same kind of thing yeah, and, like, they do have a lot of options. There's, like, a poke bar. There's acai bowls, a good salad bar. There's, like, a Starbucks, like, bakery type thing. They also have all the, like, greasy foods. You've got your chicken tenders, curly fries, grilled cheese. I spend a lot of my time there. <laughs> um, they do have good Mexican food, good, like, vegan options, Mediterranean they have like an Asian station, a build your own pasta thing. So like there is a lot, but still when you're there all year having to eat there every day, you kind of find your favorites and stick to them and then yeah. it can get a little old. But Yeah, I feel like I would be glued to that pasta station. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but there are a lot of good off-campus options too, so that'll kind of save us sometimes. Remind me, um, it works at Santa Clara where like each meal is you have to pay for individually or like it's like worth money. It's not like you have a meal plan and you get swipes. Is that correct still? Yeah, that is correct, which I honestly really prefer because I'm a big snacker. And Mm -hmm. so if like there's a little grocery store that's underneath the dining hall. And so if I'm like, crap, I have 20 minutes before my class starts, but I really need like a yerba and a granola bar. I can run down there and like get a snack before getting lunch after my class and I don't have to use a whole swipe. Just so I can only spend like four meal points when you have like 1600 or something I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so for my eating style I know it works better but if you were to be paying like real money for those meals they would be really expensive like they definitely upcharge it. Did you have a fridge or did you mainly eat out? Or, like, was that, an, like, an important part of it? Because I feel like a lot of people get mini fridges, and they, like, keep a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah, I have, like, I've seen people have, like, bars. Like, you know those, like, little bars you buy at Ikea? And they just, like, would fill them with snacks from, like, Costco? Yeah, okay, well, life hack. I, I did have a mini fridge. It was my cousin's from when she went to SDSU. So I didn't have to buy it or anything, which was nice. Um, it didn't work that well. So, like... It'd be a little sketchy leaving, like, perishables in there. It wouldn't be really good after. Like, your food go rotten? Um, if it was left in there for too long. My roommate was a little guilty of that, but we, we solved the issue. It was okay. But what we did do was buy from Target one of those racks that's supposed to go over a toilet, but it has, like, a little bit of space yeah. and then a bunch of shelves at the top so we could, like, nicely organize all our snacks on top of our fridge. And so we just had, like, a bunch of m- more storage space after that. Mm-hmm. So that's a good tip. We still use it to this day. Um, we probably will never get rid of it. Awesome. <laughs> do you eat out often? Like, how, how many times do you think you end up eating at restaurants versus, like, eating in the dining hall? Um, so freshman year, we were pretty good, and we didn't go out to eat that much, but sophomore year, we probably went out to eat, like, depends on the week, but sometimes we'd go out for dinner, like, three to five times a week, because we just got so Oh my bad. god. It was really bad, but there is an In-N-Out really close by, <laughs> so I would just drop, like, four dollars on a double-double and call it dinner and be on my way, but... We have, like, a Chick-fil-A really close to us. Um, We have a really good Mediterranean place that we'd go to, like, multiple times a week. The Falafel Drive-In. So good. 
um, like Pizza My Heart, Ike's, like all the classic college. Yeah, like lots of fast yeah, food. Yeah, like, sounds like think, right fast now. food. Yeah, and I couldn't wrong. Like <laughs> boba freaking everywhere you look. It's ridiculous. There's probably five boba places like surrounding the campus. You like oh my boba? I am a fan of it. I can fuck with boba. Um, some people I know people that will religiously drink it, and I'm not that person. But I'm not a huge boba person, which sounds kind of weird, but it's just like not my thing. Maybe boba's I'm- definitely like boba's like a like a thing right now. It's like an it's, like, acquired not- taste, but no, it is a thing for sure. No, it's 100% a thing. I don't like, I like like the boba teas, but whenever I drink boba, I always feel so sick because it's like me so too. Me too. I think it's just so much sugar. Yeah. It like makes me feel like disgusting. Me too. I totally relate to that. Yeah, I think I've had one boba in my lifetime and I wasn't a huge fan, so I just kind of never se- seeked it out again. That's fair. Yeah, so kind of shifting from food, but how many hours a week do you think you spent studying? And I know this will be different for every person's major, but like for you. Oh gosh. Um, definitely depends on the quarter. But I'll base it off my hardest quarter yet, which was probably fall quarter of freshman year. I Your mean, first quarter sophomore, ever? Sophomore year, sophomore year. <laughs> I was gonna say that's sophomore a rough like Don't worry, don't worry. That's a rough um, start. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was cause that was when I had to take my first accounting class. And I purposefully took it with the hardest professor because I was like, I want to make sure I actually like accounting and that I could major in this. And he, he just ruined my life a little bit. Was that a bad I like, I loved his class, but it was so much work. I probably spent maybe anywhere from like 15 hours so like probably upwards of 15 hours a week just on that class oh my god (laughs) and then I think I was also in Latin and I was in a history class that had a lot of writing which really screwed me over Latin also is it's just straight memorization so that took a lot of time what else was I in oh I was in econ 2 which is like macroeconomics Mm-hmm. which wasn't that hard thank god it's like was my like easy class yeah I don't even know how many hours a week I spent studying it had to have been over 20 because like normal quarters I could get away with the not doing homework on Saturday and like going to a danger going to San Francisco like doing some yeah. fun and then getting all my work done Sunday not that quarter not that quarter it was all day Saturday all day Sunday there was just no weekend. Oh my gosh, like your social life just disappeared for like two and a half months. (laughs) Much, like you had like Friday night to just like do your thing, go wild, but then your weekend was just totally gone. (laughs) Do you think that even though that was like your hardest class, do you think it's been one of your favorites or do you have a different favorite class out of the ones you've taken so far? That accounting class has honestly probably been my favorite just because it was kind of like an ego boost to be able to like get through such a hard class and like still get a good grade in it and it was such a confirmation of like that this is what I actually want to do and it just kind of made me feel more solidified in my major and although it was really hard and there was so much homework for it I found it really interesting and so it didn't feel like as much work as it was um but probably that's been my favorite class, probably followed by my business ethics class because my professor was like, he went to Wharton School of Business, which like you yeah. had amazing school. He was yeah. super, super smart and it was probably the second hardest class I've taken. So he was one of those professors that makes you want to work hard and like that's kind awesome, of yeah. really impress him. And so you end up just kind of putting a lot of work towards it without realizing it. And then, then it's rewarding at the end. Oh, did you have a least favorite class? Oh, yeah. Big time. Easy choice. My um, critical thinking and writing class. It's um, just like an English class that every freshman has to take two quarters of. And the second quarter... My professor was really weird, and she was writing this mystery book at the time. And Did so you like she did read it. <laughs> no, I almost would have preferred that. She made us read 
these really, really old mystery books from different decades. And like you were in a group and your group, I was like the 90s. And so I read this random ass 90s mystery book. There was no information on it anywhere. No spark notes, no cliff notes, nothing, no summaries, like zip. It like didn't exist on the internet. How did and you find it? Did she like assign it? Was, it? it was in the library. Oh, oh, oh. It's just so random. And so there was no information about it online. And so I had to really read it, which was kind of awful. And I, we had to do this project where we made a website that connected themes between our two mystery books from a decade. And we had to make a website about how those themes connected to a broader theme of the decade. And all that was really bizarre. What? Like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, wow. Okay, interesting. Um. Yeah, and there's like, for those classes, there's a requirement that each student has to write 20 pages, just like all together. And so most professors will do the normal thing and be like, okay, you have four or five page papers mm -hmm. over the course of the quarter. She yeah. didn't have to write anything up until like there were two weeks of the quarter left. And so then you're just like, crap, now I have to write 20 pages on this mystery book and how it connects to some greater theme of the 90s. And yeah, make that's a website. And so it was, it was by far my least favorite class. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Well, do you have any, like, good study tips? Because we're both entering our freshman year. So do you have any good study tips for, like, doing well in your classes and just being successful overall? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously everyone has different study styles um but for me I know that like when I needed to get things done I would literally like trap myself in a room um I would go to like the basement of my dorm some random room in the library a random classroom just like anywhere I could find I would put on brown noise I don't know why it's like the only way I can focus if I listen to music I'm gonna be just like yeah. singing the song screwing around yeah <laughs> I know myself, so I'm trying to be realistic. If I shut myself in a room, turn on some brown noise, and then by myself, I'm, like, at my peak productivity level. But I'm such a, like, I'm kind of a social butterfly, and so I always like to be around people, and I like to study with others, and I, like, think that that'll work. It never does for me. Some people can do it, but it's just all about knowing yourself. And so I just had to be realistic and be like, okay, it's not social hour. You can hang out with people if you get your paper done. Yeah. And so I feel like it's definitely a lot of trial and error with studying, like figuring out what actually works for you. Definitely. Because, yeah, I feel like I didn't really ever study that much in high school, which is so bad. Well, I don't know how I got through San Marcos, but like, I feel like I never actually like had to sit down and really, really, really study for a test. So once I got to college, it was such a slap in the face. Um, I'm sure you guys will be fine, Carmen. I know you're ridiculous about school, but <laughs> except for except for this past semester, she checked out. Okay, did you know? Okay, you're gonna you're going to die. So you know how? Well, that makes sense. Last semester, senior year, but I yeah, didn't but do like, anything. Last, but get this: you're like literally your mind alone. And you know how we're like on the block schedule. So after your second semester, it's like you have the first half of your class and the second half of your class. And we, our last day of school was the last day of our third term. So we still had like half a term left. And they decided because like of laws and regulations, they couldn't give kids their last term of school any worse grade than they got their second to last term of school. So I was taking AP Calc, right? And I got an A first term. And they could not fail me. I, they had to give me an A no matter what I got. So guess what I did? I did nothing. I, my, if you look on Neo, it's a zero. I didn't do the final. I didn't do any of the projects. I took none of the tests. I didn't open the textbook once. And I got an A. I am so jealous. If it Very angry. If it would have been like that at Santa Clara, I would have been smooth sailing. Hello. Like for my school though, you like they couldn't drop your grade as long as you did all the assignments. You could get a bad grade on them, but you had to like do them. And they the low they could drop you up to a letter grade. Yeah, no, I didn't do I didn't turn in anything. Literally nothing. Like liter literally literally Oh my god. Or like peak senioritis, but I got an like I did I did nothing and I got a like a 
the A. That is, I am so That's happy crazy. for you. It was, it was wow. awesome. She really milked the system on that one. It's okay. I mean, last semester, senior year is when you're supposed to do nothing. Carmen witnessed that for me in color and design. I never showed up. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> and the teacher still wrote on my report card, like, great effort. Super nice having you in class. Because he liked like. Really? like this because we were the only people that ever did anything. We're, no, we didn't do anything. We were the only people that talked. It was like dead silence Absolutely. in our class. And then it was like me, Carlise, and Logan just like. And Ellie just oh, like. Oh, yeah, and Ellie just like yapping it up. And he would like listen. Like you knew that he was just like listening. Because we sat right next to him. He totally eavesdrop. I remember when you walked into that class, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I literally saw you and Logan whispering. I'm like. You realize I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I remember that, like, you literally, like, me, because me and Logan were in that class, and you just walked, and we both just, like, like, jaws dropped, like, eyes, like, and then you sat next to us, I was like, no. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna recognize the tension and the elephant in the room. It was awesome. You were like, you were like, I know what you guys are whispering about, I know about the whole little situation over here. <laughs> I know. I was like, Carlise, just so you guys know what we're talking about, me and Carlise's friendship started off a little, like, with a little drama. <laughs> but also not. No, like, not at all, but, like, I was a sophomore and I was petty, so <laughs> it was kind of, like, drama. Loving this unfolding right now. <laughs> we'll tell you, when we, when we sign off, I'll tell you the whole story, Lindsay. <laughs> okay. Are um, we going back to the questions, or are we just... Yeah, let, let, sorry to digress. For the drama. Back on no, it doesn't bother me. It's interesting. <laughs> Did you find it hard at all to balance, like, friendships as well as studying? Or were you pretty good when you had a lot of work just to, like, sit down, do your work, get what you needed to do done? Um, I, this is a great question because this is definitely something I had to learn from because freshman year, I met, like, all of my friends through my dorm. And so I lived on the same floor as like my entire friend group, which was super, super fun. But when it came time to study, it made it a lot harder because I was just surrounded by all my friends. And sometimes like I wouldn't have work at the same time as them. So they'd be like completely free and they're like, hey, want to go to the beach? Want to go to In-N-Out? And I'm like, yes, but I can't. And so like learning when you have to say no to stuff like that. It can be kind of hard, but um, I also kind of made it a point to take classes with my friends when I could. And so, like, my friend Corey, I've had at least one class with him every quarter of college. Oh, that's fun. And so he's just, like, always been my study buddy. And so even when, like, the rest of our friends can, like, go out and do something, if we both stuck with a class, it makes both of us feel better we're like okay at least we're with each other yeah. so it's a little less sad yeah so totally. yeah finding friends within your major or even like for me just within the business school is a big help in getting through the long hours of studying yeah so uh, I feel like going into college especially like girls well straight girls like what's the deal with boys at Santa Clara like they, is there a certain the is there a certain reputation that most of the boys have or is it like there so I don't know how it is at other schools but at Santa Clara being a private like Jesuit school there's oh yeah true so, I forgot it's religious yeah like religious but like not really there's just so many like private Catholic school boys who are just so wealthy that like is that bad it's not bad like <laughs> half of them fit that type but then those are also like the guys that are gonna be in frat so I can like kind of go after the sorority girls and so that's just like kind of how that works mm -hmm. um it's a, a really weird thing at Santa Clara because like if you if both of the people went to Santa Clara you can get married in the mission oh yeah I know I heard about that and so that's like such a thing like girls will show up really looking for a husband oh like, my gosh kind of Free wedding it. location like <laughs> I know. it's it's honestly wild I don't really mind that that seems kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> like yeah it can be kind of fun but um yeah I don't know I'm pretty I'll participate in 
hookup culture every once in a while, but I'm I'm pretty mellow. I'm not I'm not too wild out there. I kind of just chill with my friends. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what's your favorite thing to do on the weekend in Santa Clara? Because I know it's pretty small, but it is close to San Francisco and everything. So, when you have a free weekend, what do you and your friends usually do? Um, we love going to San Francisco. We're, the school's right across the street from a train station, and so we just hop on the cow train. It's like 10 bucks, um, and it's like an hour to get to San Francisco. It's super easy. Um, so Come visit me. Oh my gosh, yes, I will. Um, so yeah, a lot of the times we'll just like go to Golden Gate Park, find somewhere mm-hmm. to eat, just walk around, do random stuff. Um, yeah. This year we ended up going to Santa Cruz a lot um weather because it's like half hour 40 minutes away yeah um whether we were like going to the beach we went on so many hikes um we went to like castle rock did skyline to see um just a bunch of cool spots over there what else do we do um there's if it's like spring quarter or fall quarter there's always good dangers on saturdays which we do partake in quite a lot always good times yeah sounds like there's tons of fun things to do yeah there's it's pretty popping up there everything's kind of like within an hour of each other and so really being able to do that yeah so obviously this is kind of like our we have two more segments first we want to talk about dorms because obviously you lived in the dorms Mm -hmm. twice and I mean people uh, incoming freshmen don't really know if they're going to get to live in the dorms but it's still like even if you're living in an apartment or anything I think these tips are going to be useful so do you want to start us off with all the things you want to know about dorms. Yeah, so do you have any tips for decorating dorms? I am like the worst person to ask about this because honestly my mom was way more into it than I was. (laughs) But (laughs) I know my mom was super invested in it. I always just kind of like to keep it simple just because like really cluttered spaces like just with kind of like a lot of super unnecessary decorations kind of gave me anxiety didn't love that so I'd kind of like print out some of my favorite pictures I brought I used to have it above this bed but I just took it down um I brought like a map of Santa Barbara that was really cute and like watercolored and it had like all the labels of all the stuff downtown which was Mm -hmm. cute I have like a few like a I cut like the front part of a card that had my name on it and like a really pretty flower my friend had painted so I kind of just brought like a few things that kind of went together in a color scheme but that were also sentimental to me again quite simple yeah Uh, my roommate was kind of the same way I we were kind of psycho we like talked about it before and decided on a color scheme for the room we're trying to have like drastically different sides yeah which I think if you're able to do that kind of helps it make makes it feel even more homey and it's not just like this is my side of the room and like yeah yeah especially yeah, yeah. my room's about to look like anthropology yes yeah, I'm excited <laughs> I literally have so many things in the cart from anthropology like my room's gonna be an anthropology like and I might be getting an apartment so I'm like are you guys willing to just pitch for an anthropology couch <laughs> like four thousand bucks like let's do it <laughs> that's amazing but yeah you can really go as hard or as not hard as you want um just whatever makes it feel like your space what about what do we like what's a what's a need like you must have this if you don't have this you're like screwed like what's the number one thing you have to bring okay honestly this is gonna sound psycho but like a power strip oh like to hot ton plug tons of stuff into yeah a good old-fashioned like sturdy power strip I got like this putty stuff and stuck mine because my um, desk kind of was like my nightstand because it was right next to my bed. Mm-hmm. So I like stuck it to my desk so that I could have like my phone charger, my computer charger, anything else I needed accessible from my bed and my desk. And so like when I think about it, as lame as that sounds, like that power strip was my source of just like everything. It, it came in clutch. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so that's that's a big one. I think what else? I honestly didn't spend very much time in my own room sophomore year because all my friends lived in a different dorm, so I was always over there. Oh, slippers. I did not think I was going to need slippers in a dorm. I was like, that's weird. I'll always be wearing shoes. 
That's so false. Get yourself a nice pair of slippers that you can wear outside. I mean, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I ended up wearing slippers to class like half of the time. And so sounds like a mood. Yeah, I'll probably do that. <laughs> make that investment. Okay. We have a last segment. Yeah. So yeah, so one of my friends, her name is Holly. She um, is going to Santa Clara in the fall. And we were like, oh, let's personalize the episode a little bit. Like, let's have her send in some questions that she would want answered since she's going to Santa Clara. So, like, we thought this would be interesting. So, we asked her for some questions. And so, her first one is, do you like the quarter system? Like, what are the downfalls? What are the pros? Because so many schools are on the semester system. And so, things don't really line up as well. Like, what do you think about Mm -hmm. the quarter system? I love this question because I freaking love the quarter system it really works well for me because I I like memorizing information and like regurgitating it and so the fast pace of it kind of goes along with my style of learning and it also just I like being able to fit so many more classes into a year and like it's only 10 weeks so worst case scenario if you have an 8 a.m. and an 8.30 every day, and, like, you're waking up early, you hate your schedule, you have a whack professor, it's only 10 weeks, and so it's really doable. Um, if you get, How many like, classes did you take in, a, like, in each quarter? Um, first, first quarter freshman year, I think I took 16 units, so I took four four-unit classes, which is, like, kind of the average. This past quarter, I took 21 units, which... I, like obviously you kind of have to work your way up to that because it's really unpleasant but yeah upcoming quarter I have 23 so is that normal at Berkeley like the at Berkeley for freshmen the most you can take is 13 what? yeah yeah like there's a cap out at 13.5 technically but like 13 academic units you can take dang that's and crazy. like the max for everyone is like 16 I think or 17 we yeah the average for starting freshman is like 16 to 17 and our max is 25 but again since it's their shorter quarters the information is coming at you faster but when it comes time to finals you're not trying to like relearn information you learned 18 weeks ago that is true like, that's why for me the semester system would be harder um just because since i'm like best at memorizing and regurgitating it's easier to do that when less time has passed Mm -hmm. um but also for my major for um accountants to be like a certified public accountant to take all those exams you have to finish 225 units oh so that makes yeah you only need 175 so you have to find a way to fit in 50 extra units and normally at a semester school you'd have to stay a fifth year but since you can like squish so many more into the quarter system I'm still able to do it in four and graduate with like I think 232 units so just right there yeah so it's for my major specifically it really worked out for the best yeah that is yeah wow that definitely helped have you ever um like are you planning on studying abroad do lots of people study abroad there or is it not really as done done as often It's a really, really, really big thing at Santa Clara to study abroad. Um, All the programs for this fall just got canceled. And so like everyone in my year, because fall junior year is when everyone studies abroad pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a big bummer for them. I couldn't because of my major and because of like needing to get to 225 units. It just wasn't possible. Yeah. But for like 95% of the student body, it's super possible. Um, I think our programs just got cut a little bit, so it did become more competitive. But before that, I think 30% of students studied abroad, and now it's closer to like 20-25%. So still a good amount, though. Uh, What would you say that people are like in general? Because I feel like each school kind of has like, not only like a reputation, but a certain type of people it like attracts in Mm -hmm. a way. Like, what would you say that is for Santa Clara? So... Oh, this is almost like going back to one of the first questions about why I chose Santa Clara. When I went up for orientation, um, even the first time I went up to visit the school, I was blown away at how just like freakishly nice everyone was. Um, Just super friendly overall. And just walking around the campus, 
everyone was really casual, like, most of the girls, the, like, Santa Clara uniform is, like, Lulu's, a crew neck sweatshirt, and rainbows. That's what, like, <laughs> everyone wears. Like, so it's, total beach town vibes. Exactly. It's, like, a super casual campus. Everyone's on skateboards, um, and it's kind of, it's, like, one of those places where anytime you go in Benson, like, the random dude that's there will, like, open the door for you, and mm-hmm. kind of a very, that's like, cute. <laughs> kind like polite atmosphere one time my roommate she was coming back from the cellar which is like the grocery store and she had all these bags and was like trying to carry stuff and was struggling and this girl just goes up to her and was like I'm not going anywhere right now like do you want me to help you carry that back to your room oh my god that's so nice I know so just stuff like that I I mean obviously there's jerks everywhere but I feel like for the most part everyone kind of just looks out for each other that's really nice. That's, like, also a good thing to hear, especially if you're, like, worried as an incoming student. I love that. Yeah. And um, everyone's very fit as well. Every, yeah. Like, a lot of, like, people go to the gym. Or the gym is always packed. Or most people do, like, intramurals or club sports. Or there's obviously, like, the D1 athletes that are really cool and stuff. But it's fun. Would you say it's still pretty easy to, like, have fun in Santa Clara, even though it isn't a typical college town? Or does most of your fun kind of happen, like in other cities? I think it's still pretty easy to have fun in Santa Clara. There's, um, like, Santana Row, which is, it's, like, State Street on crack is the only way I know how to describe it. All right, I can get into that. (laughs) All these super nice stores, like, you're walking down the street, there's Gucci, there's Prada, there's Tiffany's, but then there's also, like, really good restaurants, and so if you want to feel bougie, that's kind of what we'll do, like, head down there and shop around. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of really pretty rose gardens because because the Santa Clara mission is on campus, obviously. And so there's, um, there's still a lot to do within the town, even though it is smaller. Our farmer's market, top notch. Really? Yeah. The breakfast burritos. Mm. I want one right now. Oh, you're making me hungry. (laughs) I know. I'm like drooling over here. (laughs) Do you think it's necessary to have a car? Like, do a lot of people have cars or is that not really a thing? So freshmen actually can't have cars um, unless one of my friends was able to bring his because he was, he like proved that his job required it because he taught guitar lessons, Um, but that's pretty rare. Um, Now that I'm a sophomore, I do have my car up there and it's really, really, really nice. Um, It kind of, you end up being the person that's like kind of driving everyone around a lot. So if you mind that, that's something to consider, but I honestly kind of think that's fun. Um, it, it is helpful, though, to, like, have a car where if everyone wants to go to Santa Cruz, we can just, like, pile in and not have to worry about getting an Uber or a zip car or anything. Yeah, um, less planning. Yeah, if possible, it, it makes things more convenient, but also if you aren't able to bring yours, like, other people are going to have them. And um, do, have you ever... Have, uh, <laughs> Is the camp is the campus pretty diverse, or would you say it's like pretty one race? Yeah, you so know that is definitely something Santa Clara needs to work on and has been trying to work on. I think we just hired some new like diversity chair or something. Who knows what they'll actually do? But I think the campus is like fifty percent white, um, probably three percent black. I think that's what it is. It's really rough. Um, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's a pretty accurate representation of California, though, so. It's true. It's just, I think because of, like, the sticker price, it's so expensive. Yeah. Um, And since, like, it already is predominantly white, I feel like less minorities are kind of attracted to apply. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's definitely something they're aware of. Like, they know it's a predominantly white institution, but. They just, like, it's not a priority. Yeah, hopefully they'll get around to doing something about it. Yeah, I think that we kind of, some of the other questions she sent us, I think we've already kind of talked about. So I think that's it as far as our questions. Is there anything else you would share just overall about the college experience? Like, like last important for, yeah, exactly. Um, honestly, like this sounds super cliche and like obvious, but I think the biggest thing I've come to realize is that like worrying about things really just doesn't fix any of your problems. So 
like worrying about things that might happen or worrying even that like you're not going to get an internship or you're not going to get a job like just stressing about those things doesn't make you any closer to getting an internship or job so like okay then go to a career fair brush up your LinkedIn fix your resume like do the actual tangible things that will get your goals and don't waste your time and energy just stressing about it yeah that's probably my biggest thing (laughs) I think that's really important especially for like not even just at Santa Clara but for everywhere yeah and same goes for like when you're going into college like don't spend all your mojo and all your energy thinking you're not gonna make friends and it's gonna be this awful experience like just go into it with an open mind go into it with a positive attitude and even if that does happen there's things you can do about it and so like just focus on the solutions and not problems awesome that's really good i think that's yeah that's really to remember awesome. well thank you very much for taking this time to do this yeah that was awesome. apparently you're slammed all the time with everything you're involved in <laughs> kind of true it's kind of true but yeah of course this is fun yeah that was really informative I think people are really going to enjoy this episode I'm excited perfect well thanks guys that was an awesome episode I yeah that was really fun yeah I'm super excited I mean obviously you guys have already listened to it because we're here at the end but let us like yeah just let us know what you thought about it I love that one so yeah I thought it was really good I think it was helpful and also um like we always say, but always feel free to ask us um, what kind of content you want to see or if there's a certain college you want us to talk to someone about. Um, like we kind of did in that last episode, we included questions from an upcoming student and we are more than happy to do the same thing for you. So let us know. Yeah, you can DM us College Gals Podcast or email us collegegalspodcast at gmail.com or you can comment on our website, collegegalspodcast.wordpress.com. So let's hop into our quotes. Lindsay, what's your quote of the week? So my quote, I found it on Pinterest, but I initially heard it um, on Sex and the City. As everyone knows, I love that show. Live for that show. Breathe for that show. Um, It's Carrie Bradshaw said it. She said, sometimes I would buy Vogue instead of dinner. I felt it fed me more. And I just love that quote because I'm in a vibe right now where I just love clothes and fashion. I I just, mm, and so I'm really feeling that right now. Mm -hmm. Style, Mm -hmm. life all that so yeah so my quote is every day may not be good but there is something good in every day and I think that's important like one thing that people have always told me like my grandma and stuff always told my mom and everything it's like first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is make your bed because even if you have the worst day ever when you come home you have a made bed to get into I think that quote looks just like kind of relates to that there's always like if you try hard enough in the worst of days there will be one thing good that happens so just like look for the positive that's awesome very optimistic of you Yeah. And that's really it. Um, Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. Um, We do read the reviews. Not that we have any yet, but we will read them when we get them. Give us a five-star review, obviously, so more people come listen to us. Of course. Yeah. Give us a follow on Spotify, guys. We want to spread the words. And we might be starting a TikTok, so look out for that. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. (laughs) Possibly coming. As always, remember to work hard. And always remember to play hard, but work harder. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs)